The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, I am uh, glad to be here, and I tell you what, I just. Uh, this lockout deal is finally about to hopefully come to a uh, scorching halt this week. We have a number of uh, issues we want to talk about today with this, and we're also going to have a call in from uh, my former co-host, Mr. Al Bubba Gross, it will be calling in. And... Uh, be sure to call in at 888-346-9144 from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. And, uh, boy, what a, what a, a scorcher it is here in the AZ. But, uh, you know, this, uh, this topic here that is, we're about to approach and creep up on is this one with the CBA. Of course, you know, I usually start out with talk, getting the business stuff out the way and we can get on to these other shenanigans that's going on around the league right now. You know what happens at this time of the year with, Current players that are just about ready to go to football camp, you have these uh, issues with uh, either domestic or with the police officers after the AM hours. When I say after the AM hours, I'm talking about, uh, ooh, boy, it's after midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Oh, you know the deal. Ha-ha. And get caught, get caught out there, and then you get in trouble. So you know, uh, I've I've had my share of that, and uh, these young fellas just think they're invincible. And I've been there. I know that, know that track, and it's uh, not the way to go. All right, we want to talk about the CBA. Looks like it's going to come to a possible halt here. We have a few sticking points here that is uh, is uh, it, it could uh, hinder. Them going to camp uh, uh, late uh, this week or early next week. Well, they would like to get camp started early next week. 
Today is only Monday, so we want to see about uh, getting this thing wrapped up uh, Wednesday and Thursday because uh, they're sending out for these all the executives to be at this meeting on Thursday, and uh, hopefully they can uh, everybody agree to agree on uh, on this uh, universal uh, agreement to to. Uh, close out the CBA collective bargaining agreement with the retired players and the rookie pay scales. Now, as part of the pending deal that the NFL and the players have agreed to increase the benefits for retired players by nearly $1 billion over the life of the agreement, according to a source that includes creating a legacy fund that will increase the uh, increase by six hundred twenty million over the ten year span. Uh, the source, uh, my source says, but the newly created legacy fund is designed to help retired players deal with the injuries and troubles that come after football. But a uh, group of res- representing retirees filed a lawsuit two weeks ago against both. Um, the current and the league alleging the retirees were cut out of the mediation violating a court order that combined the current and former players' suits against the league. The retired players have a hearing on their complaint scheduled before U.S. Magistrate. Now, they're trying to get all this stuff uh, where we don't have to go through that. They're trying to get us to drop those suits so we can do this, uh, get this thing done. This uh, looks like a doable deal. Uh, from my eyes, I'm not sure what else that is uh, hidden uh, in these, uh, I'm, you know, we're only getting uh, the the surface of what's uh, what's on the table. We're, we're not talking about the, the the intricate parts of what's, uh, you know, the details. The, the devil's in the details. You know how it goes. You there's some there's some other stipulations that's not being said in this language that I'm reading. So <clears throat> there's gotta. I hope that there's, uh, you know, there's no underlying currents underneath the, the surface that that will will tow this thing down to, to where we don't get this thing done, the collective bargaining agreement done. So we, you know, I say we because uh, I'm a part of the retired players association, and then, uh, you know, uh, the, the current players are a part of a fraternity that they they will soon be a part of, and they got to realize that at some point in time. They're going to be a retired player and they're going to have to realize that, hey, um, you know, Major League Baseball and uh, basketball, is, uh, they got it right a long time ago. They take care of their players uh, 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 once they're retired. Uh, both uh, all the benefits of uh, uh, applies for medical, dental, as well as the financial portions of their uh, of their retirement funds. So this is uh, this this is something that's uh, long overdue, and I I can't wait to have my callers call in for this. Um, let me see if we can get Steve uh, Edwards on here to see what's going on with Steve. Put it, Steve on. Steve, you there? I'm here, Mr. Kennard. How are you? Oh, man, it's good to hear you, big fella. Are you packed and ready to get the heck up out of town, big fella? <laughs> I'm embarking on a 10-city tour. I'll begin in Morocco, Istanbul, Lebanon, even Cairo. I'm going to go to those, those uh, what do you call those, pyramids. Oh man! Well, I hope I'm you take. Go, I hope you take a lot of pictures, hey, man. Because I, I want to. I know, but Derek, they don't have gyms over there, right? <laughs> so I have to think of something. I want to climb. I want to climb the pyramid as far as I can go. 
Okay, okay. Well, that means you're gonna have some. You're gonna work your your gluteus maximuses out uh, on that, cause you, boy, 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 that's a climb, big fella. That's a climb. Well, listen on a serious note. What you just said, I just sat here and listened to you for the last uh, two, three, four minutes. I, I don't know what your program is. I watched you play football. I watched you in Dallas up close. I watched your colleagues, and all, all I can say is I hope that somewhere in this big, huge billion dollar, nine billion dollar package, uh, annual package that somewhere you're still in there because you're still a survivor. You still put in, I think, 10 years. There's got to be, I mean, look at Ford Motor Company. You know, I grew up in Detroit. Right. They get pensions, I don't know how many times better than you guys. And I know at a certain point you guys get compensated X amount of dollars, but still, you don't get compensated for your brain injuries. You don't get compensated for your joints, your knees, your, all that kind of stuff. And you guys are, to this day, affected by it. And it gets worse as you get older. Uh, who is it, the, the, the old Chicago bear there, Dorson? We actually left a note saying, hey, I'm not going to be here much longer. Check my brain out and see if it'll help you for the next guy. And then that, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still wide open about how he went about that. Like he knew what it was. Right, right. He, you know, he, he, uh, he knew what was going on and, uh, you know, he, he was tired of dealing with the depression and, you know, he lost his wife, uh, the kids, the family atmosphere. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, once, once you're done playing this game, uh, Steve, you, you're pretty much cut off. You don't, you don't have that, uh, capacity to, uh, uh the camaraderie of being with the fellas again and, 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 uh, you know, it's just, it's just not the same. Once you're done, so it's you know uh, uh, when you're playing and uh, you're part of a family and then uh, uh, of that organization of a fraternity and then now once you're done, you I mean you're done. I, 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 they got nothing to do with you. <laughs> so the yeah. only thing is, so if they bring an old an old veteran on board or whatever, the NFL tries to keep them employed or something or give them. I mean, you guys got no benefits after the fact. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, we do. Uh, we do have benefits for some players that are that are uh, post. Uh, what is it? Oh, ninety three. I played a few years. Yeah, past. I played a few years past ninety three. But the, the players before ninety three, they're getting minimum and none. Man, I got a guy that told me at uh, JD Hill was in the hospital uh, a couple weeks ago, and we were all meeting. And these guys are all pre ninety three. They go back to the sixties and seventies, and you know they told me that they got an increase from. From eleven dollar uh, a month check now up to uh, sixty dollars a month check, and oh my god! And I said, "Wow, you got to be kidding me, man! That's just not even covering your coffee bill, man." <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! But you know, it's it's you know these guys are pioneered the uh, the the entire NFL, man, and you know and the conversation is horrible. I just uh, I hope they get it right this time, and and man, I sure appreciate you calling, big fella. Thank you. Good job, Derek. Thank you very much. Hey, man. Now, when when you taking off? I'm taking off on uh, hopefully hopefully before this weekend. I just changed my flight, as a matter of fact. Okay. And I extended yeah I extended a couple cities in uh, Morocco and all that stuff. So I'm very looking forward in Dubai. I'll, I'll be heading home from Dubai and uh, a lot of work and uh, hopefully a lot of fun. And uh, right now is the time to to do it. So. Listen, good talking to you, buddy. Good luck. Have a good night. Eh? Hey, man. When you get back, I hope we have some football, big guy. I will. I hope I, I hope I shall. I'll be watching the ESPN from over there. All right, man. Are you, if you leave in the evening, man, I'll drop you off at the airport. Just let me know. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Have a good one.
All right, all right. There, thank you. That was my Mr. Uh, Mr. Stephen Edwards, uh, a former neighbor of mine. He's moved away and he's calling in. Boy, this guy is uh, heading out of the country and he's going. He's going to a part of the country which we call a hot zone. Okay, moving past that CBA deal, I would like to. Uh, I would like to talk about this. Uh, Pac-Man Jones is, uh, he pleads no, uh, not guilty. Um, he had an issue, um, uh, with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest in, uh, Cincinnati and, and, uh, courts, court officials say, uh, attorney Edward Perry filed a written plea for, for Jones on Monday in Hamilton County Municipal Court. And, uh, Perry declined to comment to the AP on Monday. Jones denied the allegations, uh, after leaving jail. So, you know, Pac-Man's, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's having, still having some problems, but I'm not sure if this, uh, uh, gives him the death sentence, uh, on getting, uh, he's, Pretty much done in the NFL, uh, cause he's, he's been warned, uh, on several occasions, uh, a, a code of conduct is, uh, is always a part of our, our, our contracts is on how we conduct ourselves. You're representing the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, and you gotta conduct yourself in a, in a, in an orderly manner or, or you will violate your contract and they will, you know, they will revoke that contract and, uh, let you go, big fella. So, you know, along with his diminishing skills that he once had, he had some sharp skills. He could shut down. He was a shutdown corner when he came out. And then uh, with all the partying and uh, the shenanigans he's done in da- both in Dallas, Vegas, and, uh, boy, now in Cincinnati. So I hope he gets it together. All right. <clears throat> this next thing I want to cover is another former uh, I believe he's a, no, another former Cincinnati Bingo. He was, uh, well, he is a Cincinnati Bingo. Uh, running back Cedric Benson was released from jail on Sunday following an arrest on an assault charge. Uh, uh, this is the second year in a row he has gotten into trouble. I believe he was also with the Chicago Bears uh, initially. We drafted him. So this young man has uh, found himself in trouble. I got to cover these things because these are my topics I was supposed to cover today, but we spent so much time on that CBA getting so close to the deal. We biting at the bit. We got to have our football this year. We're going to go crazy. <laughs> All right. We want to do it two and two and take a tic-tac and bring it right back here with DK from Under the Helmet. Baby, we got Al coming. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. 
Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back. We took a tic tac and we reeled it back. We got us somebody else here. That is, that is my uh, former co-host here, Mr. Al Bubba Gross. How you doing there, Coach? I'm doing well, thanks, DK. It's glad to be back on the show with you. It's just like no time went by. And you're sounding good, big fella. You're sounding good. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, now, you know, these, uh, these issues, I'm gonna bring, uh, back, a, uh, I'm gonna go back three topics ago, which we was talking about the CBA. It looks like it's about to be happen. Uh, what are your thoughts about, uh, the, the, them coming to agreement with the NFL, uh, the NFL retired players? Uh, what do you think is going to happen uh, when the players go to the meeting? I believe it's Wednesday, and they're going to they're going to look at what's on the table. Uh, there is a simulation of some of the things that are on the table, but uh, you know, there's always some some underlying uh, currents, such as some languages that's in the contract that that uh, that just tur uh, just turby tops over things. You know, just becomes the the the, the turd in the punch bowl. You know, everybody sitting around, standing around the punch bowl, and we everybody want to get a drink. And then here come here come <laughs> the old uncle that we don't like at the party. Man, and he got to be the turd in the punch bowl. Come on, man. What is it that you think that's going to just just mess up the party come Wednesday? Talk to me, baby. Well, I don't think that there's anything that's going to uh, prohibit us from having a, an agreement. I think the greed is running so high in that room as far as we they know that it's coming down to the point where $220 million a week per preseason game is the, is the amount of money that's going to be lost. And if you're fighting over a couple million dollars here or there, it's just ridiculous, and, and, and really it doesn't make sense to, uh, you know, terminate that week of games, get the fans against you, 
and uh, you know how how people are looking forward to football. They got a lot of work to do as far as uh, getting people signed, free agents, rookies, whatnot. I think that they're going to come to a, a resolution this week, and uh, they're going to do what they need to do. Well, did you hear uh, the last conversation I had with the uh, my other call in, Mr. Stephen Edwards, talked about he can't believe how us former players are being treated uh, with with our uh, our lack of benefits, a lack of of uh, retirement funds. Uh, just just uh, he cannot believe it. In contrast to the Detroit Motor City workers for GM, that he's that's where he's from. He he knows that the GM. Uh, of uh, retired workers are well taken care of. They have their pension. They have their their medical, their dental. They are well taken care of going into the sunset and the twilight of their lives. And then he turns around and look at us and cannot believe we don't have the simple necessities that corporations do for their former employers and or retired uh, retired employees. So, you know, you know, this is way overdue. You know, I I go to the gym with Major League Baseball players that are former players and, and NBA players that are former players. And, uh, geez, man, they look at me and say, where you going? I said, bro, I'm going to work. I got to have this medical, big fellow. You know, and it's uh, something that's well overdue. Don't you think, sir? Well, yeah, you know, the right now the owners are embarrassed. Um, by the media that has come out over the last three or four years. The Players Association also, DeMaurice Smith, is a, is a little uh, taken back by what he was left with, what Gene Upshaw did to the pre-'93 uh, retired players. So they're going to do something. They have uh, allowed input and uh, for, at the bargaining table to a certain extent. And then we have uh, Alan Page, who I believe is behind the Carl Eller uh, lawsuit, uh, keeping everybody honest, making sure that they don't do like what happened in 87 and, and in past bargaining years, that the retired players were just left out when they start arguing over the last few million do- millions of dollars out of that $9 billion, uh, They just said, well, we're not going to give the player, the retired players. You give it to them. Well, you give it to them. Well, this time they've pledged, Roger Goodell has pledged, along with DeMari Smith, not to forget the retired players and make them an afterthought. Like I said, they're embarrassed by the greed that has hit the NFL in past years, and hopefully they'll make some the right kind of improvements. Well, Coach Al Gross, we got uh, uh, this situation here with the uh, this lawsuit that they just uh, they just hit them with two weeks ago. They hit them with two lawsuits about us uh, not being being at the bargaining table, and they 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 uh, shunned the the uh, retired NFL players away from the, the the bargaining table, and they 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 went closed door on us, and and so we came back and hit them with these two lawsuits. They're asking us. To drop the lawsuit so we can move on with the season, they got the, the the numbers on the table. They have the uh everything that looks like it looks good from 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 where you, where you and I said it looks good. Uh, will they pull those lawsuits or drop the lawsuits or uh, uh or will they continue on with the lawsuits so that uh now that the season won't will not continue on schedule if these lawsuits are pending? 
Well, as I, as I stated before, greed will make you force you to do some things to do the right thing in this case because if those lawsuits are hanging over the CBA, the bargaining agreement, and uh, they got these, you know, they have to take that serious because when they decertify it as a union, now you take the retired players out of the equation. The, the union doesn't represent the retired players because you are not, you're not a union anymore. So consequently, these lawsuits are serious threats to the signing of it. And I guess that might be that little something in the punch bowl that if they don't take us serious as, as a retired players as a group, then there will be a monkey wrench thrown in the engine, and they don't want to see that. They're too close. They're going to do the right thing, in my opinion, and they'll have to clear things with the retired players before you know all this has got to come back and go through the retired players. And if we say that's not acceptable, then they're going to have to they're going to have to hammer it out. So I'm optimistic. I'm hoping that they're going to do the right thing. I believe they're going to do the right thing, and greed is going to be the motivator. Wow. Well, I want to move on and talk about James Harrison, man. Now, what do you think about this? Uh, the comments that he's made about the, the gay slurs uh, towards Roger Goodell, and he's he's apologized to mostly everybody except him. Um, <laughs> do you think it's going to be? <laughs> do you think it's going to be some fines? Uh, you're going to suspend him. You can't go after the. You can't go after the commissioner, can you? Come on. Well, I, you know, the thing about right now, there is no, <laughs> there is no league, there is no, there is no union, there is no, it's a lockout. <laughs> Guys are on their own, they're able to do things, uh, you know, like, like Ocho Cinco and ride bulls and do other stuff when you're in the contract, you, can, you can't do. So it remains to be seen, Jack Jones and all these guys, if legally they have any recourse to be suspended. Or what have you, uh, because there is no, there is no league player relationship as of, as of right now. So it's going to be interesting to see, but you know, on every team, big fella, there's somebody with a screw missing. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> elevated on, go to the top. And on the field, you like those guys, but off the field, they're liable to do anything. So James Harrison fits in that category. He's an excellent football player, aggressive guy. He's been fined several times by the commissioner, so he feels like he's been treated unfairly. Uh, he has not. He doesn't have enough sense to to be careful about what he says. And then you have to stick uh, eat crow and apologize for it. So he's just a loose cannon flipping off at the mouth. And uh, we'll see what happens after all this is settled and all the bad boys this off season. We'll find out what happens to him. You know what, man? Uh, it, uh, there's a little poetic justice when uh, when you got a player like him that is uh, he's he's extremely good, but you know um, uh, there is a way to call a guy's whole card and. Uh, you know, I uh, when I got an issue with a guy like that, I talked to the offensive coordinator and the uh, and the uh, and the quarterback, and I said, "Man, we're gonna run this trap right at him all day. Don't nobody move, <laughs> nobody get hurt." <laughs> 
<laughs> Want some? Get some. It's a little poetic justice. We're going to run this play all day. We're going to wear him out. But you know what, man? You know, as a player, though, you don't want to hurt the guy. You you need that guy on Sundays. But, boy, and just for a few times, let me bust him in the mouth just to, just so I can have some, some put some act right in here. <laughs> you feel my pain, big fella. I know how you feel. Yes, sir. That's how I feel about T.O. and Ocho Cinco and the other than Diva receivers, you know. Just uh, just let him, just throw the ball of his way over the middle and let me take care of him as he come by. And let's see how bit, how much talk he has when, uh, you know, he's got to catch that ball over the middle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I get you on that, big guy, because uh, I like your style of play. When you was a player, uh, playing it, I mean, you, you, you t- used to bubble some snot. I like to see guys bubble. Bubbling snot. That makes me feel good. I like that big fella. <laughs> Boy, I can see. Look, I, I'm, all, I'm I'm miles away, but I can feel the hair on your neck standing up, big fella. And I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, ain't nothing like it, brother. You, hey, hey, you got to you got to feel my pain from under the helmet with DK and Coach Al. Man, we got to give them the love. Hey, man, we had a situation here with uh, in Salt Lake City. We had Reno Ma got charged with stealing gas man and I don't know uh, I don't know the intricacies of this case but uh, <laughs> it sounds like my man man my man is uh, 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 is uh, he's got a little trouble right now and uh, he's uh He's, uh, he's he's taken off and stole some gas in uh, Utah, and he's in trouble. Did you hear about that, uh, Mr. Reno Ma, uh, in uh, in uh, Salt Lake City? No, you know I don't. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, but you know, with the price of gas, you know, it's, it's he might. It's equivalent to robbing a bank, probably if he got enough gas out of there. Good Lord, he, man! Did he take a? Did he take a? a a tanker truck there, or you just take a regular truck or card, and uh, you know you got to be in pretty bad shape to have to go steal some gas from a gas station. Well, uh, an affidavit of a pro, uh, probable cause signed by Murray City Police Detective Tyler Evans said a core concrete cutting official discovered one of their co- employees Evers was using a gas code to steal gasoline from the company for the last. Four years. The firm oh. conducted an audit and calculated a loss of more than $55,000 worth of gas between June 18, 2006 and, two, and uh, October 17, 2010. So, yeah, he was uh, just running trucks on... Uh, and running trucks in there and getting them and getting them bellies full on some gas, big fella. He oh, okay. he, he ain't been paying for gas for a while now. <laughs> now I understand. Now, now I understand how he had his own little portable gas pump. Oh yeah. oh yeah, he was getting it. He was getting it good. Hey, hang around with me, man, because on my next segment, I want to talk about this uh, situation with Michael Irvin, and I want to get your thoughts on it. We want to take a tic tac and bring it right back in two and two. You gonna hang on? in there big fella big fella i gotta i gotta go to a workout right now but you know i'll try to come back next week when uh, we got some more time all right big guy thanks for coming all right flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice. Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here, and uh, feel free to call in to our call-in number. Our hotline is 888-346-9144. All right, we just finished up talking about this uh, situation here with uh, a young man got in got in some uh, got in some trouble, but we're going to move on past that, and uh, we have a situation here with. Saints and Texans call off their uh, their their practices together and during training camp they called it off. The Texans and Saints, uh, I guess, have been uh, practicing together these past couple of years, along with Dallas Cowboys come down to Houston as well, and uh, they have been conducting some practices together and um, apparently the Saints have uh, canceled the practices in, in Houston, Texas, along with the Saints. Uh, you know, we're anticipating these, uh, lock, the lockout, uh, is going to take, uh, some time to sign their free agents. It's going to take some time to find, uh, uh, to bring in their, their rookies to get signed and into training camp. Uh, and, and, uh, I sure like to see the language in this contract that discusses how we're going to proceed, uh, moving into this season without, 
getting your first round draft picks, uh, first through fifth round draft picks to end the training camp on time. Uh, they have a hard time getting them signed right after draft time. Uh, how in the heck they gonna get it done in the next couple of weeks? I want to see the, all these guys pull a rabbit out of their hat. And um, uh, does the rookie pay scale go into effect for this year, or, or, or are we just gonna not allow the rookie pay scale for this year? So when this thing uh, uh, happens, it uh, they say it's gonna happen fast. So we'll see how things uh, occur. But uh, with that said, uh, you know that's those. These are just some of the back thing, the backwash that's happening with uh, with the uh, CBA with the Saints and Texans calling all practice. All right, we have Michael Irvin. He was last week. Uh, he was on the cover of the Gay Magazine, and I got a bunch of people have been contacting me about is Michael gay? Is he's this? No, Michael was defending his brother who is gay and uh, he is uh, just uh, uh, pushing equality for for gay rights and, uh, and, 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 and to stop the gay bashing and uh, you know uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a thing that uh, I, I got a ton of calls, a ton of tweets, uh, Facebook. Uh, my goodness, people have been hitting me up with this thing. But, you know, Michael is a man's man. So he, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't mean it that. And it's not almost no, 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 he's, he's uh, uh, you know, Michael is a womanizer and he loves females. But uh, he is a straight up guy, straight shooter. And he uh, pretty much tell it like it is. But uh, I see what people have been talking about and telling me about looking at him with that. Uh, I believe he was looking provocative to the gay crowd uh, with with that uh, the 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 pulling down of his pants and him biting his bottom lip like he was going to give it to somebody. And he had his pants pulled down, uh, his thumb down the front of his pants, pulling it down. Uh, uh, but it looks like he had pants underneath it. But uh, if you just imagine if the pants wasn't there, it would have been showing his public hairs. But that's just another story. But, hey, that's what it was showing. And then people uh, that was uh, tweeting me and hitting me up on Facebook about this, hey, rest assured, uh, Michael is fine. He is uh, still married to his wife. He's he's still fighting his demons of uh, the of woman womanizing. He's uh, he's uh, trying to get live his life in the right way now. And uh, and I wish him the best of luck with that. And and uh, good luck with his brother. But man. Uh, that's a, that's a heck of a way to show your love for your brother. All right. We have Plexico has a top, uh, uh, one of his top three destinations, I believe is the, uh, Chicago Bears. Now, uh, is that before they do something with Orton, Kyle Orton? Now we got, uh, uh, inside news has been, uh, to me, uh, sent to me about that he has a, uh, a I don't know if he's up for a contract or what's going on but uh, they're talking like he's not even coming back so what the heck is going on in Chicago with their with the Kyle Orton situation but we have Plexico Burris uh, said Tuesday that the Chicago Bears are one of the top three uh, teams he'll, uh, uh, he'll consider as a free agent when the NFL uh, labor woes are resolved and Burris who has 
hasn't played since August 08, served nearly two years in prison for carrying an uh, unlicensed gun after accidentally shooting himself in the thigh in a New York nightclub. And, uh, boy, hey, you know, I, 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 I just think about that big old gun he carried into that nightclub. It was a, you know, that's that big old, uh, uh, Harry Carey gun that, uh, Clint Eastwood used to, uh, tote around. And that sound that you hear from that gun is sounds like a cannon because it is a cannon. And he's just lucky that a gun just grazed his leg and he just, he just got grazed with that. But that thing had could potentially took his whole leg off and, Man, unbelievable that he's in a club with a, a sweatpants on with a big old cannon, uh, with a shoestring holding that cannon, uh, in his waistband, pointing down, loaded and pointing down towards all his privates and, uh, down towards his leg. And how the gun went off is it did, the gun went down his leg and slipped out of the shoestring that he had, to, had his sweatpants, top of his sweatpants was tied up. It slipped down his pants leg. He tried to stop the gun before it hit the ground and apparently touched the trigger and bada bing, bada boom, it just went off and boy, he was fortunate it didn't kill anybody. Because there was a ton of people in that club, a nightclub in New York City in prime time during football season. Oh, my goodness. You got to be kidding me. But I believe that was just one of those beer runs that he's supposed to be just going to the store and coming back. And somebody had a bright idea and said, let's make a stop. And he did. And boy, I tell you and that he's been paying for that since 08. And. And I believe that young man has still got uh, a whole lot left in the tank. And I hope somebody picks him up because he made a mistake and everybody is uh, entitled to make a mistake. But, boy, don't repeat it uh, again and again, such as some has done. All right. We have uh, Caleb King uh, enters the supplemental draft. Um, and, and this is the, the former Georgia tailback. Uh, I've heard lots of rumors about this young man that's supposed to be going off to to um, believe uh, uh, to another school, and now it is surfaced up that he's on his way to the NFL supplemental draft. This guy is going to be a great find, and I hope this kid gets picked up. And uh, the boy, somebody's going to is going to be reap the rewards. We got some people that need some running backs. This is a young fellow here that will uh, will light the place up. And uh, you talking about going the distance, a home run hitter. This kid is a home run hitter, and uh, we need another one like this. And I like to see the run game come back to the NFL. I know this is becoming a passing league. But, boy, we got to bring that run game back to the NFL because I like to see the pound and ground, and that's how we get down here from under the helmet, big fella. We like that pound and ground during the season. All right, former Georgia tailback Caleb King says he is entering the supplemental uh, NFL supplemental draft. King, who would have been a senior this coming year, was declared academically ineligible for the 2011 season on Friday. He finished spring drills at Georgia starter. As a starter, King said Tuesday in his state, been released by Georgia. He is looking forward to the opportunity to continue his career in the NFL. King rushed for 430 yards with two touchdowns on 80 carries in 2010. 
Yes, sir. And he, and he uh, uh, started 10 of his 29 games at Georgia and rushed for his 1,271 yards. He set a career high with 166 yards rushing against Georgia Tech in 09. This guy is a gamer. You got to pick up a guy like this. He's, uh, but I want to know what happened. When they do that, uh, that character reference check on a guy, they want to know what happened with you. How do you drop the ball on your academics? Because, you know, as an offensive player, a former offensive player like myself, we don't like dummies in the huddle. You better know your playbook and you better know it well because you, 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 we have changes and audibles and, and you got to go in motion and you got to know where to tie it in. You got to know your stuff, uh, offensively, uh, speaking. You got to know your stuff. This way we all are on the same page and we have no mix ups once the ball is snapped. Because this is how uh, guys get hurt when they don't know that the tight end is on the on the left hand side. That means the uh, running back. If you're some one back set, you are going to be blocking to the right. If the guy doesn't come come in to rush, you are free to go out on your route. This is just simple football stuff that I'm telling you about. And then some, just hoping to uh, hoping to the good the, the the to the football guys that this young man has those those skills to to uh, understand that part of football. When the tight end is left, he got to block right. That way you protect your quarterback. You don't get the guy hurt because you, your quarterback, you know, they'll send you on a bus on the way to the house, big fella. And I don't mean to your house. Uh, uh, I'm talking about to his house. You going home, big fella. They will send you home, and I mean send you home. All right. We want to move on uh, and uh, talk about this situation here uh, with Mr. Benson. Benson, a former Chicago Bear and Bengals, has is, is, uh, gotten some, some assault charges, and I wish you well, and I uh, hope you uh, get your life together, man, because, boy, it's, uh, and if you don't get it together now, it's uh, it could be, your NFL career could be over, big fella, and uh, it's, uh, I know we don't have a collective bargaining agreement, but, uh, you know, I, they're going to make some decisions on your case soon as the we rectify the CBA. All right. We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back. We got to bring it back in two and two. Two minutes and two seconds, baby. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work 
to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Fit Pass USA with Larry Hibbert, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now calling with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, you know, we have a, a, a number of schools that are in trouble in the NCAA and, um, you know, Oregon has some issues. Tennessee are waiting for sanctions to be uh, rendered down. And, uh, of course, uh, everyone knows about the USC situation down in USC. And and then, uh, uh, you know, they, they tried to appeal back in January and uh, they, they uh, hit them back. Last month and told them that uh, no, uh, they're not going to rescind on their on their uh, uh, sanctions. They're 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 going to be upheld, and uh, that that uh, that's that's that for USC. So USC is going to be out of the bowl runnings uh, for the 2011 season, and uh, and I believe it's also the Pac-12 running. So they are just going to finish out their season in uh, November. And uh, they'll they'll be done uh, Thanksgiving uh, weekend. So that's that. <clears throat> but with uh, these other teams, they they're still pending with Oregon, uh, Tennessee, and uh, believe Georgia. Uh, not Georgia, but uh, the the Auburn. Auburn uh, is, is uh, they're still pending as well. All right, we have a situation. With all that said, we have a situation here with USC with the. Uh, uh, um, Mark Tyler from USC's starting projected starting running back has uh, he said some things on TMZ uh, recently and uh, uh, he appeared intoxicated on video and while talking he uh, stated uh, I believe there was a question asked about um, about uh, him uh, in the NF was going to the NFL uh, uh, was that. Uh, Taking a pay cut, going uh, leaving USC, and uh, and uh, I guess he jokingly said responded with uh, uh, that uh, they break bread, and so this young man has made a statement that has gotten him in trouble. So he's going to be suspended for the first game of the season at USC. It's September third. Um, I believe they're playing Minnesota. So he's going to be suspended for that accusation on TMZ and being, uh, what you call intoxicated. I did not see this one on, uh, uh, on TMZ. 
you know, I catch some of this stuff uh, some of the time, and uh, man, I, I must have missed that one. But this young guy is a he is a he's a good talent, and uh, it's unfortunate that he's uh, done this to himself and his foot his ball club. So, you know, he's gonna he's he's been taking his medicine. Uh, uh, I don't foresee any appeals or anything like that happening. Uh, so he's got to take his medicine. Trussell had, um, he also had some, uh, former compliance issues, uh, there at Ohio State and, uh, <clears throat> he did a poor job of self-reporting NCAA violations years before. He failed to tell his bosses that players were selling championship rings and other Buckeyes memorabilia, a cover-up that cost him his job. In an evaluation of Trestle's job performance from 2005, then-athletic director Andy Greger, Geiger rated Trestle's unacceptable in terms of uh, self-reporting rules, violations, and a timely manner. The coach was also warned in a separate letter that he, had, he and his staff needed to do a better job of monitoring the cars, the players were driving an issue that would arise again in uh, this spring. So, you know, this uh, Trestle situation uh, is, it just keeps growing. And I just, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm torn. You know, this uh, NCAA is a double-edged sword. You know, you don't, the, the players are, uh, their, their compensation for uh, being associated with the university uh, is, is their education. They're, they're getting their education paid for uh, by way of uh, athletic scholarship and, 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 by having an athletic scholarship, you have your association with the university along with your education. That is your uh, payment for, for that. But, you know, uh, when a kid goes into a locker room and sees that you have a jersey of his on sale for, you know, two to four hundred dollars and the kid's not making a dime on it. He can't even afford to buy the darn thing. So it's a, it's a tough deal, man. And then they have an opportunity. They have uh, stuff that they, uh, they've received from their playing days at bowl games or what have you. And other people, they want it. And, uh, and they're always short of cash because, uh, you know, as a, as an athlete, you don't get much, uh, stipend checks. So when, so what happens is it, it when you find a way of, uh, of making an addition money and you have all this these loose pair of shorts and or shirts and hats that I've worn and these people just adore all the things you have and you're able to make a few uh, extra dollars man good lord hey hey you're human you want to put a few extra coins in your pocket you have excess of the amount of all this uh, stuff but I just don't I think it's a double-edged sword they gotta get a plug pl- they're gonna have to do something about it they have starting to have way too many violations and what you gonna do you just gonna suspend the entire the entire NCAA one uh, 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 D one schools, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to make some uh, corrections with that. All right, um, next topic is the Auburn still under investigation as well, and I, sh- uh, you know, <clears throat> they're last year's national champion, and they're gonna have to. 
uh, hopefully not. Uh, they're gonna, you know, NCAA operates so slow, and it's gonna take some round, uh, some time for them to get around to them. So I don't think they have anything to worry about for this year because the NCAA takes their time doing their investigating of uh, of a university. They're they're looking from the inside out, and uh, when I say that, they go into the athletic department and they're looking at uh, what's going on, who's the major contributors as uh, boosters to the to the football program. They're looking uh, at all the books and they want to know where all this revenue is coming from and who's driving what. Uh, how is this kid driving this uh, brand new Jaguar or or a Hummer? So we want to know. So they go into that once they go inside out on that. Okay, um, I would like to uh, uh, uh State a few things about that. ProEdgePerformance.com. Go get your Pro Edge Performance from DK Jr. over in Chandler, Arizona. Go to Pro Performance, ProEdgePerformance.com and get your workouts on. He's working out uh, groups. Uh, you, uh, you got discount rates for groups and you also go in and get your individual workouts as well. All right. We have uh, Kids at Hope Academy is uh, parent company is Blueprint Education. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm at an alternative school and I'm, I'm the school counselor. So I also am a, on the board of Arizona Pop Warner Association. So uh, you kids out there, go to the, the popwarnerassociation.com and get uh, signed up for your Pop Warner. We are going to be uh, conducting some sign-ups uh, uh, these next two or three weekends. So you better get out there and get your sign-ups on. Go to our website to look to where we're going to be. We are going to be out here in the Valley signing kids up for their Pop Warner and getting your, uh, your equipment and your gear and ready to go in your weigh-ins and we're going to get rocking and rolling with this football season and 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 look over the fence and see if the nfl got their stuff together because we getting ours together too big fella all right now we're going to be back next week we're going to have some guests be sure to to tune in and <clears throat> we're not going to bring it back with a tic-tac in two and two we're going to see you next week right here from under the helmet with dk Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Gennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.